On Friday, some of our former law partners gathered in San Antonio for the funeral of one of our close colleagues. My wife, Pat, and I were in the law firm as their partners years ago, before we went off to seminary. I'm told that the funeral was a very spiritual service and a warm reunion of friends. There were lots of hugs to go around and laughs when retelling old stories. There was also agreement all around that we all had been part of the BLFE, the best law firm ever. <laughs> this poignant report of the funeral was touching, but also somewhat painful. It led me to recall those days 30 plus years ago before we left to go to seminary. In the late 1980s, I spent four years as managing partner of this law firm. It was a period of rapid growth and success in which we became the largest law firm in the city of San Antonio, over 100 lawyers. So you might imagine life in the BLFE was not always a bed of roses. There were plenty of egos to go around, enough to fill our local football stadium. The spirit of competition was alive and well. I can't tell you how many times during the end of the year compensation debates that a lawyer would come into my office and make the case that they were the greatest and most valuable member of the firm and should be paid accordingly. The holiday season was never a peaceful time. Today's gospel reading shines an important light on the good news of our law firm experience and why our friends concluded on Friday that we had been part of the best law firm ever. In today's reading, Jesus predicts for the second time his own betrayal, suffering, death, and resurrection. And for the second time, his closest followers don't understand. And this time, they're even afraid to ask him about it. This second misunderstanding takes place while Jesus and his disciples are walking in the way. The way of the Lord is one of Mark's major themes of his gospel. The way of the Lord is that new path that Jesus came to earth to demonstrate for his followers. It's the path of walking in ways that are pleasing to God. It's the path of self-denial and selfless service, putting oneself last, so that others may benefit. Once again, though, the disciples don't get it. While they're walking in the way right behind Jesus, they're arguing about who is the greatest. They've chosen another way, a different path to walk. They've chosen the path of self-promotion, which is not the way of the Lord, and it's not pleasing to God. They are misunderstanding the way in which power is obtained and exercised in the kingdom of God. 
In the words of biblical scholar Joel Marcus, the disciples grasped for that sort of domination that prevails in the world, where the central question always remains, who is the greatest? It's only after these disciples experience Jesus' death and resurrection that they finally understand. Only then do they come to know and trust that the way of the Lord is about selfless service to others. And it leads to experiences of God's life-giving power. Many of us are very much like these often confused disciples. Some of us have to experience for ourselves that cycle of death to resurrection to understand and to trust the good news about walking in the way of the Lord. Which takes me back to my reflections on our law firm experience of so long ago. Our partners who gathered at Friday's funeral didn't start out as close, cherished friends. But the bonds they shared and celebrated with deep affection on Friday were the fruit of a death to resurrection experience. In 1991, our law firm suffered a contentious business divorce. It happened during challenging economic times in Texas. These hard times drove some of our most productive partners to assert themselves as the firm's greatest and most important lawyers. So they insisted on higher incomes, even though in those hard times that would mean that lawyers and staff members would lose their jobs. Some of these complaining partners were our very close friends. Some of them had even been in our wedding years earlier. Most of them were also brothers and sisters in Christ, like us, trying to walk in the way of the Lord. But we ended up with very different understandings of what the way of the Lord required of us. Our personal and Christian friendships with them weren't enough to sustain our business relationship. The law firm split into two parts. The large original firm died. The vocal group broke away and enjoyed financial success. Those of us who stayed together suffered monetarily because we made sure no one lost their job. For those of us who did stay together, we experienced a glorious new life. The bonds of our personal and professional friendships grew much deeper, richer, and long-lasting. This was the group who gathered at our colleague's funeral on Friday. Their death to resurrection experience in the law firm brought them together to remember and celebrate with beloved friends and colleagues and to proclaim that they had been part of the best law firm ever. There's so much good news in today's gospel that is part of this story. Jesus did not condemn his disciples' desire to be great. In fact, he takes it for granted. The issue is not so much whether we should want to be great or not, but the manner 
in which our greatness is achieved. Jesus answers the question using the upside-down logic of God's kingdom. His answer is simple, but hardly easy. To become first and greatest of all, we must make ourselves last of all and servant of all. The disciples didn't understand this logic until their selfless service servant, Jesus, was killed and raised to new life for them. We too may have the same trouble understanding God's logic until we experience in our own lives how death always leads to new life for those walking in the way of the Lord. The best news of all in today's gospel is that Jesus remained committed to his disciples despite their continuing failures. That's also the best news for everyone involved on both sides of our law firm divorce, and it's the best news for all of us here today. As we face and respond to many challenges of modern daily life, God calls us to discern together what it looks like to be last of all and servant of all. This is humbling work, but we take one step forward at a time, trusting that even when we make a misstep, Jesus stays with us, helping us learn that humility is the path to greatness and that walking in the way of the Lord leads us to greatness in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Amen.